It doesn't happen enough, but I always enjoy when Memo Gidley joins us here in the Freak Nation. He's an inspiration to many. Horrible accident, January of 2014, broken back, many other issues that we don't have enough time to go into. But wins uh, a couple of pair. We're into the overall win, I believe, three weeks ago in the SRO series and SRO three SRO three class in. Sebring ran in Indianapolis last week. Was it last weekend or week before last? last week? I know. I think These it's weeks week, are week going last. together. <laughs> uh, Memo Gedley joining us here in the Freak Nation. Was Indianapolis, was that two weeks ago? Or was it, it wasn't last weekend, was it? Hey, Speed Freaks. Baby. What's up? <laughs> Speed Freaks. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Hey, what was Indianapolis? It's so good to have you Hold on, on Let me get line. this answer okay, first. All right. When was it? When, when did you run right? the eight hours? Let's get some hellos going first. Hello. What's up, guys? <laughs> I know. It's just great to hear your voice, man. Yes. That's good to hear your voice. All right. So what's the question? So what, the, the eight hours at uh, at Indianapolis, when was that? It was the, it was the sprint version. The, the race I'm doing, the series that I was doing, is called the GT America. So it's a 45-minute sprint race. So right. we had two of them. We had one on Friday, and we had one on Saturday. Normally, we're Saturday and Sunday, but because there was the eight-hour race on Sunday, they bumped oh, us up a day. Got it. All right. Now, that makes that makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. Well, regardless, we're we're happy to get you get you here in the Freak Nation. And anytime we can talk to you, buddy, it's a, it, it is an inspiration. And the, the fact that your daughter is 17 years old, I think the last time I checked, she was maybe three. It's uh, it's. It, is that the biggest struggle trying to trying to maintain a relationship with a 17 year old versus being a professional race car driver? <laughs> well, you know, uh, just like that, just like I always like to uh, change things up and spice it up a little. I also yeah. have a uh, six month old uh, oh. daughter right now as well. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Oh, absolutely. It runs in the family. I mean, my dad was in his sixties when I was born, so not quite as old as my dad was when I was born. But uh, you know, I have half brothers and half sisters who are in their eighties right now, so thirty years difference between some of my dad's kids. So uh, you know, I figured seventeen years—that's a little on the conservative side. But uh, let's give it a go. So yes, I do have a new six-month-old daughter now. That wow, is okay. That is a okay. Kenny was the same, basically. Kenny and I have our one daughter, Henley, and you were how old when she was born, Kenny? I wasn't 60, Crash. Come you on. You were 50. I was 51 or two. 52. There you go. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, you got to spice things up, you know? <laughs> I don't need Henley to have like a 50-year-old brother, man. That's, stop that's, it. Stop it. it. Holy crap. Crasher, go ahead. But yeah, you brought up 80, and I don't know if you heard Statman in the background going, hey, easy now on those ages. Easy now. <laughs> oh, jeez. It happens. It happens. It's life, you know? So It is. It is. But, yeah. okay, but part of your recovery, I think it was an interview you did with Marshall Pruitt and Racer Magazine. You were talking about the recovery process from your crash in Daytona 2014 to these wins that you had in Sebring a couple of weeks ago. And part of your recovery was your mental focus on you got to just keep going. Your age doesn't really matter. You could have been better at something 10 years ago, but today is the best version that you're going to be of yourself right now. So go get it. I mean, that's, it's some really good advice. I am obviously not wording it nearly as well as what you did, but it's, it's great advice of living in the moment, 
screw age, just go do what you, what you're passionate about and what you're great at. Yeah, you got to do it. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, everybody's, you know, we always hear it in racing, you know, oh, someone's in their prime, you know, and prime this and prime that. But the fact of the matter is, uh, what people think of their prime is a very small percentage of their, their life. I mean, if they classify it as their prime, but the way I always look at it and the way my family's always looked at it and taught me, it's like, Hey, if you're not happy with your, what you're doing, do something else and go out and live your dreams all the time when you can, you know? So I think, you know, um, people get sort of sidetracked and they're like, I can't do it because I'm busy with this or I'm doing that or I'm too old or whatever, whatever. It's like, no, just go out and live, you know, live life, live your prime now. You know, I think that's really important. Boom. Mimo Gidley. Dude, it was great to see you the other day in Indy. This guy, uh, we're not looking at him right now, but this guy looks better. We've known Mimo a long time. He looked better than I've ever seen him. I was just stunned when he got off the golf cart, and uh, I was even more stunned that he remembered me. That was cool. Oh. <laughs> it's you know thank you it was great to see you and it's like that whole you know from you know from a few years ago after daytona you know i mean it's 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 uh you know there was definitely some recovery that went into it and even from right from the get-go you know before i could even drive myself around by myself i wanted to get to the gym and uh it's like not because i enjoyed it but just because you always got to you know, let your body know that you want to do something. But, um, but yeah, thank you for the compliment and how I, how I look now. So I, I've been working hard at it. Did the rehab after the accident change the way you train? A lot of drivers train period, but did the rehab change the way you train to race? You know, I had a pretty, uh, you know, sort of, uh, you know, a training program that I sort of developed just because of things that I thought worked in cars. And so my rehab, my whole rehab was just getting back to how I was before, you know, what I could do, you know, could I get on my mountain bike? Could I get on my jet ski? Could I get back in my go-kart? Um, you know, could I get to the gym? You know, all that sort of stuff was all part of, um, you know, not only physical training, but just mental training, just, you know, having that desire, just being out there and enjoying that you know, living on the edge, no matter what you're in, you know, controlled edge. Um, so I didn't really change, uh, what, uh, I do, but it definitely makes you appreciate like for me putting my socks on. I mean, I went like a year or so before I could actually put my socks on, you know? And wow. so there's a lot of things like that, just basic life stuff that we do take for granted because it's so easy. And when it's not so easy, you definitely, realize that uh you never want to take stuff like that for granted just appreciate everything you can do you know did your car owner we had fun talking with him he's a trainer a bodybuilder uh did he did his method of training did he help you in the training to get you back to racing at uh, the top speed that you're doing now he did. I mean, Dave, TKO Motorsports, uh, those guys, and Dave in particular, who's the owner, he was introduced to me when he wanted to get into go-karting. And this was when I was still recovering from my injuries. I was still, I was out there coaching people, but I wasn't really driving. And then once I got cleared to, and he has an attitude of just like, hey, you know, go out and live, you know, live your life as fun as you, you know, 
whatever you want to do, try and do it as close as you can. And so a couple months after that, I was cleared to drive and he literally, uh, he wanted to get into driving cars as well since we'd started go-karts and he went out and bought a, a Porsche GT3R, basically a, uh, for like, um, you know, world challenge type car. And, um, he said, I want you to drive that car. So that was Ooh. the first, it was more his motivation and just him saying, Hey, listen, I want you to do this because I really like watching you drive. And, um, so that's, that's the big thing that, you know, really helps to motivate me for sure. All right. When's the Mimo Gidley book coming out? I mean, you've got such a story to tell. <laughs> I don't know about that. You want to co-write with me, you guys? Huh? Uh, the the freaks or what? <laughs> yeah. Statman, maybe. He's the writer of the show. Me? Yeah. You don't want me anywhere hey, close to that. Hey, Mimo, <laughs> jacked up feet. We know the broke back. And I'm being somewhat serious here. You smoking a lot of weed? Oh, come on. <laughs> right? I know. Not that I didn't try it, but, yeah. uh, you know, like in all the recovery, you know, the, uh, all those broken bones, I had nearly a dozen of them and they all healed pretty much after six weeks. But, the the back is what took the longest, um, just because it takes a year or two for them to evaluate at the end of the year. And then if it's not right, which it wasn't quite right, I had to make another appointment and get that done. And that took another nine months to get that surgery. And then another year after that, but the biggest thing was the was the nerve pain. You know, the nerve pain was horrendous. You know, uh, and uh, so bad that I, you know, ate breakfast, lunch, and dim- dinner lying on a massage table on my stomach for about eight or nine months. Ooh, wow! About a year and a half before I sat in chair. So um, definitely during those times, I was reaching out looking for everything um, that was going to try and help that nerve pain. You know, and it was like hyperbaric chamber, cryotherapy, uh, medical marijuana card, you mm-hmm. know, like, uh, I wasn't smoking marijuana, but I was looking for the CBD and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I tried that. Unfortunately, I must be like a serious lightweight because even the little CBD potential or, you know, the actual <laughs> supposedly CBD pills I was taking, uh, it was, it was, it got me a little hammered. <laughs> so, uh, oh, wow. I kind of got off of, I kind of got off of at least the gummies did, you know, some of it did, but some some of it didn't really, I didn't really notice the difference. So, but definitely I was open to trying, you know, anything to try and get rid of some of that, that pain. It was just not, not pleasant for me at all. So. Sports car driver Memo Gidley joining us here in the Freak Nation. We had Al Unser Jr. on the show a few weeks ago, and I think all of us um, were somewhat in the same boat with some of his issues with, mental illness and you you read some of the interviews with you that there's there's a lot of that going on of man there was a quote i think with marcia pruitt you were going to get on a on a on a sailboat and just sail away what about the mental state from memo Gidley? is that is that still something that's difficult for you to, to address or do you have it under control yeah no i am good but the definitely um you know uh things you appreciate one of the things you know there's some people that they're just dealing with like uh pain or pain um you know a lot like basically for their entire life and uh it's definitely one of those things that it's like you know when it was at its worst it was like i mean i would eat like an ice cream a day a day and i you know when i was not even home i'm still two months before you know i was out of physical therapy or in a rehab center or hospital or whatever. And I would have like maybe like two minutes of 
two minutes of joy in that day. Wow. So uh, that was about it, you know. And then um, the rest of it was just like somebody hitting, you know, my back pain back with like a, a hammer, you know. So it was definitely at that point. I was like, you know, is this the way it's going to be forever? Mm. And, um, you know, wasn't, wasn't looking good. And then even, even doctors, you know, they sort of were on the conservative side. They don't want to get your hopes up. They're, they're like, Hey, the nerve pain, there's nothing we can do to get rid of the scar tissue. And that's what creates your nerve pain around your nerves. And so you're probably going to be like this. It's probably going to be like you're struggling with this or dealing with this forever. And, uh, Luckily for me, even though it seemed like it took a long time, like every two or three months, I would notice something just a little bit different, a little bit better and a little bit different. So, um, you know, that basically just sort of kept me going. And then also, you know, even things like, you know, my go-kart that was in my garage or my sailboat, which I couldn't sail, but I would be driven down to where my sailboat was tied up and I would walk down the dock and I couldn't actually climb the one foot stare to get onto the sailboat because I just couldn't do it. But I was just like, I would just go down there seven or eight times before I could actually get on the boat and just imagine, you know, that I, that was where I wanted Mm. to be again. So it's nice to have, and just having fans and people that are supportive. I mean, I feel very lucky in this whole healing process because a lot of people, they get in accidents, maybe not in a race car, but they break bones. Like I broke bones and have pains and issues and they don't have the, the support network that are helping them get through it. So you know, my deal was much, much easier than a lot of people face or deal with, you know, so, um, but it was, it was difficult for a while. That's for sure. Oh gosh. Memo, we got about a minute. What are you going to be doing for 2022, bud? Oh man, I can't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know yet, but you know, I am hooked in with or tied in with TKO Motorsports and they have some big plans. I think we're definitely going to be running, uh, the Bentley is just awesome. The Bentley Continental. I mean, I've got my, my Mr. T starter, my gold chain kit, you know, that I wear. So, you know, uh, once you got those gold chains, you got to keep driving the Bentley. So, uh, definitely going to be doing some Bentley races, SRO. And then, uh, I'm not sure. I, the owner is TKO Motorsports. They're figuring out what, what's best for their company, uh, from exposure standpoint, but I'll be there. I mean, I'll be out there. Uh, that's why I'm training and was at the gym this morning. So. Perfect. Buddy, it's good to hear your voice. I look forward to when we can see you in person, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. And all the, all the uh, fans out there, I appreciate all their support. Got awesome. it. Thanks, Memo. Thanks, guys. See ya. Yep, time to get him with Jade Gers and <laughs> get that book going. Jeez. Two minutes of, ex- of, of what, how did he Joy. phrase it? Joy in, in a day on I, some of those bad days. I can't wow. step up one step to my sailboat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't put on my socks. 